Hello and welcome to the second episode, episode 1.5 of the Wrexham Legends Lounge podcast. That's going to carry on being a mouthful for as long as I keep doing this. Uh, in association with Hill Street Social, who we hopefully will be able to visit soon and do these sort of things in person. Uh, now joining me today is the man behind the Wrexham Legends group, because while you might see the title and think Wrexham Legends, this is a podcast all about former Wrexham players or people formerly associated with the club, but also the Wrexham Legends are a group um, that help raise uh, charity, raise funds in, well, I guess for, for local teams, smaller teams to raise friend, uh, play friendlies, to raise awareness for causes and just to raise money for uh, great causes. Um, and the, the brains behind this, if there are some there, is uh, Mr. John P.D. Morris. Uh, how are we doing, P.D.? I'm good, mate. But before we go any further, let's just put one thing out there. We were in, I listened to the last one, obviously, and you, you said about that being long-winded. You picked that name. Yeah, I consulted with you. I get like there was a list yeah, of them. You picked that name, so I went. Yeah, sounds good. You were the one that had to read it out all the time. Well, so that's it, fine. it ties in nicely because when we do this in person, hopefully, then it'll be in well in Hill Street Social. There is an area called the the Legends Lounge. So that was my thinking. Was well, Hill Street are, are helping us out with this. It's the Wrexham Legends group, the Legends Lounge. It all ties together. But yeah, it's I, I'm I'm so gonna every time I go to say it, I have to like slow down and enunciate uh, to get it all out properly. That's um, it, exactly. So, uh, yeah, uh, introduce yourself to the world, PD, because you used to be, yeah, tied in with the football club, working under Mel Pedrick, which some people may or may not know as in the physio department, um, which is, I guess, where you started to make contact with a lot of, well, you, you met a lot of these players, um, and then you've yeah. taken that on to, to make this Rexham so, Legends group. Yeah, I did I did six and a half years um, at the race course. As a volunteer, I never never took a penny, um, but I had a mentor in Mel Pedgett, who I would say today is still a friend, good mate. If ever I'm stuck, I can pick up a phone, I can ask the question, and Pedge, Pedge is there. So when I went to Wrexham, I, at the time I was, will call me a bucket man, because I was, didn't have any qualifications, I was a bucket man for Lex. Um, and Pedge was running the course, so I went to the course with Pedge, Course went well um, and ended up doing a bit as a little bit of a help to Richie Rawlings, who was Pedge's assistant, now first team physio, West Brom. So we did that, helped out a little bit, and then it became a bit more regular. And then next thing you know, I'd done six and a half years. So, yeah, it was good. I got to meet quite a few of the lads who were, who were in our group. Some of them I'd worked with away from Wrexham as well, because obviously, as we know, a lot of our players go Welsh Prem. That was my cat just disturbing my, my camera for some reason. Just, then. Yeah, the cat's, the cat's <laughs> made an appearance. Um, yeah, so quite a few of the players have played Welsh Prem and whatnot. And then we kept sort of kept in touch and did the odd charity game here and there. And then we did something a couple of years back now. We did one and it was it was it was for a little boy in Wrexham, a little little fellow called Jackson, who unfortunately passed away but we, we got together and did a couple of games for Jackson's family um, and it was one of them one of the I think Steve Watkin went to me can we do this a bit more often so now it's like before Covid it was like once a month and hopefully once we get back it'll be back to once a month yeah um, and what sort of time frame was it that you were at the race course there, just to give people an idea that like when when was it that you left on the end of the six uh, six and a half years um so LDVs, I was there. I, I've was heard the, the story LDVs. of that. Yeah. Yeah, I was in the. I was. I was quite nice because I was sat in the 
in a box and me being away from Wrexham, a Manchester United fan, I had Alex Ferguson sitting just behind me, which was quite nice. Um, so yeah, so it was, it was that that sort of that sort of time. I think I had probably another twelve months. I think after the LDVs, and then I I moved on to Pastures New. Yeah, so most of your time was under, I guess, under Dennis Smith. That would be the the man at the top of the tree. Dennis Smith was the was there. Yeah, was the gaffer, yeah. and, and to me, he was a great guy. I used to go in when I, where I was working at the time. I used to work nights, so I'd come off nights one week in three, and I'd go in for a couple of days, helping Pedge and learning and stuff. And Dennis Smith was always brilliant with me. Couldn't fault the man. When it came to the LDV Vans final. I wasn't meant to have a ticket because I wasn't classed as paid staff and Dennis Smith found out through Pedge and it all got sorted out and then next thing I had tickets for the final everything. Right. So that just shows what type of guy Dennis Smith was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think there's a lot of people that got a lot of time for Dennis um, and I guess if we look back at it, that was like, even though that season we got relegated um, and obviously he ended up losing his job, I guess the year after, but that, that time was, that was the last kind of period of success we've seen with the promotion we got. Uh, and then with the LDV, even though like I said that year didn't go too well in the league. Um, and there is there's a lot, a lot of time, even now I, I find myself going back semi-regularly and watching a DVD of the promotion season, just because it was, it's exciting football. Uh, the way we set up with a three, five, two with Carlos as a right wing back and, and Paul Edwards on the left. Um, yeah. And it was just this, Perfect storm of like with four great strikers that would rotate with uh, obviously Andy Morrell, Lee Trundle, Hector Sam, Lee Jones, and you'd have Fergie pulling the strings uh, with Jim Whitley, that steady head. And then you'd have like Steve Thomas, Paul Barrett coming in, Scott Green coming in. And then your back line where you'd have Dennis was well, Dennis Lawrence was just superb, Brian Carey, Pedge, Steve Roberts, was, Matty Crowley. It was just this team. Uh, it was. Jesus, and you man. want me to pick an 11 later? <laughs> yeah, we should say, uh, if you saw the first episode of this or listened to the first episode of this, Mark McGregor was our first guest, was a great way to start things off. Uh, and what will become a regular feature of this uh, in every single episode is that the guest is going to pick their all-time Wrexham 11 of their time playing for the club or involved in the club or watching the club. So, yeah, PD will be picking his all-time Wrexham 11. And considering how many mates you've got who are ex-players, you're going to be getting some dog's abuse from the lads who don't make it, I'd imagine. Yeah, good chance, but never mind. I don't care. <laughs> I organise it. I just one of off them, they go. It? Remove them from the WhatsApp group. Whoever starts piping up. Yeah. Um, so where are things now? And obviously, COVID hit, and that's restricted everything uh, that we know in day to day life. But what are the tentative plans you've got for for the legends playing games again? So I, I know there's a few things in the works. There's a few. There's a few. Yeah, there's a couple of things in the irons in the fire. I don't really want to mention who they are, but yeah, I will yeah. say that we're trying to organise some games with fellow legends teams. So our our thing has always been that we've always done the games that have always been for local clubs or local charities that needed a bit of help, um, which is great. And that's what I'm going to carry on doing. And what I will say is for people who, who watch, who are sad enough to watch this one, to watch Point Five, is that... <laughs> Um, if you are looking for games, please now is the time to start sending us some messages through our Twitter, direct messages, and then we can look at planning our diary for the games that we can, once we can start again, which hopefully, fingers crossed, isn't going to be too far away now. So we have got irons in the fire, like I say, and at the minute we're looking at the possibility of three 
ex-professional teams to players. So the lads need some pre-season friendly. So please, like I say, get in touch. And fingers crossed, we won't be too far away. And then the other thing we also want to start back doing is because we had one before we locked down, is is Legends Evenings. So where you have to put your mug, <laughs> the lads, and we'll do hopefully yeah. our our new home, which has obviously been mentioned, Hill Street, um, and do some evenings with the legends there. We'll have to see how we go. I don't yeah. think we'll be too long now. Yeah, yeah. Bearing in mind how old the team is, most of them have probably had a jab or two by now. So, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Benno was the first to get it in the UK, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, Benno must have been. Um, uh, what are you? Um, what are you looking forward to most about just getting playing these games again? Then, just is it just? I guess just getting the lads back together. That the spirit there, because there is. I, I hate the word banter; it goes through me a bit. Um, but there, there's a there's a lot of banter in there. There's a lot of um, you can tell that. The, the, the ex-players um, and even like players didn't necessarily play together at the same period it just seems like there's a good spirit amongst the group that everybody just likes to have a bit of fun sort of thing well that's the, that's the thing with the lads as you know because you're in it we've got our own little WhatsApp group um, I'm not going to divulge anything that goes on that WhatsApp group because this isn't the place but oh. it is like you say it is it's the banter it's the lads getting it is like another family it is like a little family that's growing, which is good. But it was just nice to get everyone back together again and see all the lads. And like you've just mentioned, there's, there's different there's different ranges of players from different time frames. And also it's not just players that who are like you like to see your Benos and your Luggers who are the big superstars. We've got players in our group as well, as you know, who who didn't perhaps get the the limelight that them guys got. But they're still part of Wrexham. So if you're part of Wrexham Football Club, you're part of the family, and that's how it works. Yeah. Well, what was the the big impetus for what? Just to go back to like when you decide to start the Legends. I know you said you played those, those the few games originally, and Stevie Watkins kind of said, "Can't we do this more regularly?" When, when what about like the the very first game that was arranged? Like what kind of sparked the idea that this would be a good way to to help out some whichever cause it was at first. I think one of the one of the first ones we did was for was for Lugger's Lugger's good lady, um, for her her company. We went over to um, Prescott Cables. It's quite a funny story to that actually. Um, so when you designed our logo for this, I said to you that I wanted you to put one person's face on that that we had to have, yeah. and that was Kieran Durkin. Kizza to me had to be on that that logo. So when we played at Prescott Cables, it was quite funny. Because kids have played in that game. And um, Lugger had got the kit sorted from Rex. And we, if I remember right, we played in the, in the green strip, Adidas, as it was at the time. And um, after the game and everything, lads darting about, going to get a beer with, and do the, the draws and everything. And Lugger went to look at the kit and there was hardly any kit left. Lugger's going, where's it gone? Where's it gone? Don't know. I haven't got a clue. The lads are going, don't know. And Kizzer must have had a bag full. Of, he had shirts, he had shorts. He said to me, go on, Pete. I Even me, I'm not a footballer by any means. Even I got to have, I had 10 minutes at the end because we were short on numbers. And he went, go on, put them in your bag. It'll be all right. Don't worry about it, mate. So, yeah, Kizza was was brilliant. Like So he he had to be in our, in our logo. And everyone obviously loves Kizza, especially for what he did at certain football matches. But I'm not going to go into that one. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. 
Yeah, as a Man United fan, you probably don't want to touch on that one. <laughs> no, I don't really want to touch too much on that. But yeah, but no, Kizer was brilliant. He, I didn't really know him too well until we did a couple of the games and he just made me feel really welcome. See, from my point of view, I look at it that I'm quite lucky to be involved in it because I don't really see me as a... I had six and a half years working in the academy and, and stuff at Wrexham. I don't really see that as a a proper role at Wrexham, but I'm quite lucky and fortunate that I got some, I made some really good friends. One of them sitting over your shoulder and oh, yeah. in Mr. Jones. <laughs> so it's like, I just find myself in a, in a fortunate position. And if I can help them lads enjoy time together, play games, help charities, help football clubs. That's nice for me. I like that. Yeah. I think you have to take some credit though as well. It's like a testament to yourself that, Okay, you, you might have had the, the few lads that knew you during your time at Wrexham, they might have played a couple of games for you. But the fact that clearly you made such a good impression on them that they've got other people to come in and then they've stuck around because, again, you must have made a good impression on them. So, yeah, I think you need all the credit in the world on that one, PD. That looked yeah, Played it down, play it cool. Yeah. Play it cool. I like that. Don't want that. Play it cool, Trig. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, we should, uh, I guess we should probably start to get towards the, the bit you're probably dreading which would be your, your all-time Wrexham 11. Um, now, Maka, yeah, I know Maka struggled a little bit. I, I know he was a bit gutted at, speaking to him, he was a bit gutted. He had to leave out Wayne Phillips. Um, I think it was Steve Watkin as well. Um, but yeah, you've got to think there's all these players. I mean, our next guest, um, I, yeah, I'll say, our next guest is going to be, uh, yeah, I, I don't know whether to make a big announcement or not, but our next guest is going to be Neil Wainwright uh, coming up in the next, uh, I think next weekend, that'll probably go out. And I know he's already fretting about, yeah, about who he's going to put in his team, where they're going to go in his team. Um, and Wally in the first team, he was only really around for a year in that. So you've got like six and a half years of being involved in the club, not to mention your time before that as a fan to pull from. So you've got a lot of players here that you could offend. So um, take it away, Mr. PD. Could offend, will offend. Um, <laughs> so my team, obviously, because like you said, I'm quite lucky in mates and whatnot within the team and stuff. So some of mine are going to sit out of position because there was players here that I had to put in. Okay. So in the sticks, this is easy for me, LDV Vans, so Mr. Foster. Player. I had to put Ben in. Um, when, I, when I worked at Rex, obviously I didn't do a lot with the first team, but Ben Foster was such a great, great guy, great character. And to see him go to Manchester United, obviously was, was good as well. Um, Going to play with a back four. Okay. And this guy said he didn't think he'd get in anyone else's team, so he put himself in. So Maka, yeah, definitely has to be in, has to be in for me. Um, now these two are going to sit out of position, so they're going to sit in the middle of the park for me. One is a legend of our club, a legend of the town, and that's Joey, who is also um, one of the honorary presidents of the legends, which we need to sort of mention. So Joey. And then another person that's become a good friend working with him in sort of semi-professional football in Neil Ashton. Ashy, another one, great character, run through a brick wall for a gaffer and doesn't give me much bother apart yeah. from needing the odd rub. She probably, yeah, she probably like specify you you were at a time of Ashy at, um, at, at Druids, didn't you, Kevin Druids? And also at Landidno, where I am now. So Neil Ashton, is a, he's a great lad. He's, he's a fantastic guy, down to earth. Little little terrier and just an overall good guy. 
And like you say, the three names I've mentioned so far are all, or the four names with, with Fozzie, are all great people as well. So the, the final man in the pack, this is the one that's one of the ones I think that'll trip you over. Darren Wright. Right, okay. So me and I, when I was a younger person, shall we say, and Wright, he was playing for Epson, Darren was the blonde hair, if you remember, he had always his blonde hair and whatnot, um, was sort of my sort of favourite player. So Daz has to go in. Unfortunately, a few years back, we played one of our Legends games at Mould and Daz took ill during the game. So he's, unfortunately, he had a heart attack during during the oh, game. God. So thankfully, everything was OK after. He was brilliant, back to health, and he's, and he's, in, our, he's in our group as well. So Darren Wright has to be in my team. Middle of the park, Yozza. And we've already mentioned him today, so Kieran Durkin. Kizer has to be in there just because of his, how he was, I think, yeah. if anything else. Out on the wings, Carlos Edwards and Lugger. Okay. And up, up top, two men up top, one has to be Benno. And here's the one that I thought you probably won't, you wouldn't have got. It's Jim Steele. Right. Yeah, before my time, that. Before time, your though. time, mate. So by my 10th birthday, uh, 1986, November the 5th, we played Real Zaragoza and Jim Steele played up front. Jim Steele scored, I think, 51 goals for Wrexham in something like 160 appearances. So Jim Steele, big, big frame of a guy, really good player. Dixie, Dixie had him in. I just liked him as a player. So there's an 11. And obviously for me... I, Hold on, I, you're going to go rogue here and pick some subs, aren't you? No, 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 no. I, I'm just going to pick a staff member. One staff right. member. Right. So I've got to have a physio, haven't I? Me being the physio. So there's only one man I'm going to pick as my physio. He wasn't in my team. Has to be Melvin. Melvin, doesn't it, Mr. Pedgick? Melvin, 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 right. Pedgick. Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> Pedgy, Pedgy has to be my physio without a doubt. That's, that's not a bad lineup at all there, PD. Um, no, I, I like the fact you've got what basically your defense is four fullbacks. Um, yeah. what worry about that? Physio. I'm, I'm not sure with, with Darren whether he's right footed or left footed, but you've, you've got two left footed centre halves, so you have fullbacks. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm I thinking it's my ideal 11. I can pick what I want. Oh, you, you can, you can, you can do whatever you want with that. Uh, I, I'm I, chairman of the Legends group, so I can do it. Anyway. <laughs> I, like, I like that you got Kizzer in there. I, I'm not sure what centre mid though, and then. With Yozza, I'm thinking, where's the defensiveness in this? You got it. While, while you're the, yeah, you are the chairman of the legends. You also pick the teams. We get goals, mate. Yeah, yeah, um, I've, uh, yeah. Brian Hughes gets in. I think pretty much anyone that saw him play, Yozza's probably yeah. going to be in their team. I, I, I think just to to spotlight Yozza for a second. I don't know. I think. He got a lot of unfair stick in recent years where people maybe just view, remember him as the manager, where it's like, whether he's any good or not as a manager for us, um, that's your own opinion. But like nobody can, you can't forget how great a, a footballer, how great a player he was for Exxon. For, well, coming into the first team at 17, but I remember he got sent off really early on at 17. And then Flinny kind of kept him away from the, the first team for a bit, which in, to be fair to Flinny, that ended up working really well when he brought him back into the team and, yeah, maybe help to mature a little bit, but yeah, as a, as a footballer, it's like Jesus, man, what what a what a player uh, for 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 Wrexham. That'd be funny. Some of the names that 
like just from the legends group that I, that I left out. Yeah. Oh, you've got Mickey, Mickey Thomas, yeah. another honorary president of, of the legends group who's not in there. Barry Horn, I thought about as well. Um, Mark Morris in sticks, teeny. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like Walko himself, as you mentioned up top. There's, we just, I think if you look back at Wrexham Football Club over the history, some of the players that we've had, you could pick 20 teams yeah. and you'd still set people. Yeah. That's yeah. how good a club Wrexham Football Club is. Yeah. And even like if you if you pinpoint like certain periods, you could get two equally good teams just out of like one season, one one yeah. group's worth of players. Yeah. Um, like just it, what I talk about when Yosa was playing that centre midfield. You had Yosa was there, uh, Wayne had, uh, Wayne was still there at that point in time. Gareth Owen was there, Dave Brammer was there, and that's just like that's just and Peter Ward was there, and that's like your centre midfield where we were only playing two centre. Well, Flynn kind of played a tucked in third centre midfielder, but yeah, when you've only got two or three spots and you've got there what five six players all capable of doing that job there um and then up front with carl and Watco, even and benno and, and well, even when dean spin came in um there was yeah. those options steve morris that at one point in time was in and around the squad there was times when we had success where th- there's just from those teams you could pick a lot of you could put together a couple of good teams um and even more so that that promotion season um in what 2003 uh with that team uh where you could you could there was so much squad, well, so much talent in depth, and then you add somebody like a Wani Garty to it, and a or Mark Jones when Jonah came through, Danny Williams exactly. came back, Dagger, uh, Stevie Daddy, Abs come, you, comes in. Like saying you, you name in players there, who well, two of them you named I've worked with at Ballard, so it's like you could go on forever and ever. Like you know, you you mentioned then you also about perhaps things didn't quite work out for him as manager, but as a player, fantastic. Yeah. If you look at some of our managers that we've had who have been players. So Yosa, Keatsy. Keatsy was oh, yeah. a yeah. little little terrier. Brian Flynn, great footballer. One of my good friends, Dixie. Dixie McNeil, I'm not being funny. What a player. I remember as a kid when my dad used to do what I do. On a Sunday morning, my dad used to be the bucket man for the Fairfield and Dixie used to play for the Fairfield. On a Sunday, I mean, wow. So when you say about players that this club's had, Billy Ashcroft, people like that, we're just we're littered with fantastic footballers, and I think we've got some good ones now. And I do think we'll move back up hopefully soon, get back where we belong. Yeah, well, this is we should probably specify this being recorded after another 4-0 win. <laughs> so we've had back-to-back yeah, 4-0 yeah. wins. You can, we, we all get optimistic then, especially yeah. after three defeats on the bounce. That's eight goals in two games. It is, yeah. Eight goals scored, non-conceded. You were on about my team a minute ago with defence. Well, I've just gone and score goals. It's fine. It, there's a few goals in that side, yeah. Of course it is. But yeah, so it's like, it is one of them. You know, when, as, as, a, as a club, and obviously I'm not a player, so I'm a backroom person. But some of the backroom staff we've had at Wrexham, BP, Brian Prandle, unbelievable man, gentleman. Hence why he is also an honorary president of the Legends. You know, you look at, everyone will will speak about the man, but Joey, what a guy. Would do anything for you to help you. I mean, when I first joined the club, and Joe's been a friend of the family, and it was like, when I got there, it was like, come here, mate, arm round you. 
let's let's you know never worked, never been at a pro club so help me out unbelievable people brilliant um yeah there's a lot of, a lot of people also have a lot of time and a lot of nice things to say about cliffs here as well that's one that always comes yeah, up and uh, unfortunately I'm, I'm good. i never i never met cliff but yeah but yeah again every, all the stories you hear about him what a guy yeah, I think it would have been maybe about 97, I think he retired, possibly. I just I remember, because I, I, I said this to Maka when we had the first episode, where I didn't, Cliff Sayer was a name that was always in the background. I, I'd never really heard of him until going to his testimonial game, which was against Manchester City at the time. Yeah. And I remember Chris Armstrong came back and played for Wrexham when, I guess, Armour was at Spurs at the time. Um, I think Mickey might even have played. But it was just like, oh, right, okay, well, this guy's clearly held in high regard. And then you learn later on about, you hear the stories from from, oh, from Mark McGregor. I know Neil Roberts as well has talked highly about him in interviews. Well, everybody seems to talk highly about Cliff Sear. Um, Kevin Reeves as well when he was there. And Rooster when he was number two under Dennis, I guess, as well. You'd have worked with him a bit. Yeah. So like you say, it's the, the staff, if you look at some of the people that have worked at Wrexham Football Club who have gone on to... I'd like I'll say I'll say bigger things. I won't say better because <laughs> how can you say better than us? Yeah. Um, but Coops, Steve Cooper. Yeah, yeah, manager Swansea now on the cusp of the Premier League. Manager Swansea managed England, won the World Cup with them. You know he's gone on to bigger, bigger things. Um, good mate of mine, um, Dr. Adam Owen. Ad worked with us when I worked at the academy, and you look at it now, and Seattle Sanders worked at Rangers, worked at Celtic. You know, he's, at, he's been at big clubs. Steve Weaver went on to other things. There's lots of people that worked at the academy at Wrexham or within Wrexham who have moved on to, big, to bigger clubs. Like I said, it on, Richie Rawlins was Pedge's assistant. He's first team physio at West Brom and has been for years. There's lots of us, lots of them about. Yeah. And I got stuck with the old ones. <laughs> yeah, you, you you got having to uh, having to give Cole Conley a massage on his knee or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure some people pay for that that privilege. To be honest, but uh, yeah, Logger hasn't quite got the pace he's got used to have. Let me know. <laughs> we can set something up. Um, brilliant. I'm trying to think if there's anything else we need to get in it. Um, that's we're kind of well, ticking off. We need, we do need to get in. So. We obviously we do all these charity games and things. Like I said, please do get in touch if you'd like us to try and bring the guys to you. But we are still also we all always looking for some new sponsors to help us. Obviously, we're lucky that we've got kit and things sorted. But little sponsorships help us with like things like match balls and and stuff that we need as well. So if anyone's there attached to a company, please drop us a drop us a line. Even if it's some you might think fifty quids. Nothing, but 50 quid helps, buys a couple of footballs and stuff. So if anyone wants to help the legends and obviously get mentioned on things like this and on our social medias, that's that would be a great assistance to us. Yeah, um, I drop us a, a DM on, on Twitter, which is at Legends Wrexham on, on Twitter. Uh, at, on Facebook, it's Wrexham Legends. Uh, we've got yeah. Wrexham Legends at hotmail.com and also Wrexham Legends at gmail.com. We're ticking all, all boxes. Or if you're watching this on, on YouTube, because uh, this will be on YouTube and also the audio version will be available. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, just pop a, a comment in there um, if, if you've got any interest in that. Um, I should probably say as well, for anyone that's listening to this or watching this and is thinking, why can't we just get these on podcasts? Hopefully by the time this goes out, that should be resolved because it takes a few days for things to get approved. So all being well, they should soon be on Spotify and iTunes and Google Podcasts and Stitcher and 
all of the regular ones, um, in addition to being on YouTube and also on the, the main RSS feed, which you can find at the Wrexham Legends Twitter account. There we go. I think that's it. Did you go? Did you go with the old school shirt because you're interviewing me? Uh, no, no. It was just it was. <laughs> I was put on this morning. I'd, I'd almost forgot because we spoke uh, to Pete behind the scenes, but we were supposed to do this yesterday. Somebody was too busy in the garden, um, and I'd, I'd almost forgot when I woke up the first thing this morning. I had a shower, threw on a shirt, and it was this one. And then it, it was only like about midday, and I thought, like, oh god, yeah, I'm supposed to be speaking to, to PD later, which it ties in nicely. To be fair, I'll yeah remind you of your glory days of your youth is it i am that kid that kid that kid is a kid yeah this yeah, one sure. is it's not an original let's, no, let's just say uh, that yeah obviously yeah but i'm not showing you the photo either <laughs> that sounds like something that needs to be dug up for a future episode of this this picture of you it's on my facebook mate oh nice i'll i'll, I'll have a scour of that then as soon as i get off this yeah, <laughs> Uh, for PD, this has been fun. Um, and I, I speak for all the lads when I say like a massive, genuine, sincere, heartfelt thanks for all the work you put in behind the scenes. That people, it's it's one thing that the people who maybe go to the Rex and Legends games and they they go to watch a Carl Connolly, they go to watch Benno if he's around or or whatever or any any particular player. But that stuff can't happen without you, and it's you that does so much of the work behind the scenes. So, uh, massive thanks for that, mate. Um, it's hugely appreciated by me and all the lads. Cheers, mate. Appreciate that. And also to you as well for all the hard work you're doing helping me because I wouldn't have been able to set it up. Oh, don't be daft. It's, it's talking. It's talking with a bit of Arsenal around with graphics. Easy enough. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> um, so that's episode 1.5 in the books. Or oh, this might just become episode 2 for now. I don't, I don't know because it's become a full episode. It's supposed to just be a little introduction <laughs> to what the legends are. So maybe this becomes episode 2. Uh, but the next episode is Neil Wainwright. Uh, there is another guest after that already booked and there's another one after that already booked and confirmed so yeah hopefully this is going to be a weekly thing uh and uh and yeah stick around for the way right in it probably a few days after this goes out mark mcgregor uh, the interview with mark mcgregor which is great is still around to listen to uh where he talked about his talent at wrexham um about his, his highs and the lows the the so close but so far promotion years the fa cup run we had in what 96 97 um about moving to burnley and a slightly controversial move at the time of when he went there and when he went there, he was play with Gaza. So there's a nice fun Gaza story and a nice fun Glenn Little story about Glenn Little nearly playing for England. So go and check out all that and subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff, uh, wherever you listen to this or watch this. Um, PD, cheers again, mate. Uh, mate. And we'll uh, see you all soon. See you soon. Rachel is the name. Rachel, Rachel, Rachel.